1: Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: This is
2: TalkSport Daily.
1: Hello and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast thingamajiggy. And what a podcast we have got coming up your way. Obviously, we begin with the uh, traditional Email here is coming in. Dear Andy, loving the TalkSport Daily podcast. Why isn't it called the Andy Goldstein? Oh, I've read that one anyway. Yeah, it is. We are called that now, so you'll be pleased with that news. Anyway, we begin this podcast with Gareth Southgate talking about his players ahead of tonight's game against Kosovo, where, of course, you can have your say live on national radio tonight from 10pm on the Sports Bar. Unless, of course, you're listening to this on any other day other than Tuesday, in which case, what's the point, you stupid person?
0: I think Kosovo will be a very high-pressing, uh, hard-working, um, more attacking threat than we faced on Saturday. Um, maybe there'll be a little bit more space to play higher up the pitch, but certainly the forwards and the whole team work extremely hard to make life uncomfortable for you. So whatever we learned from Saturday's game, I think this is a completely different challenge and we've got to approach it that way. Um, Your captain showed his value again. Is Harry Kane undroppable from an England perspective? If he's fit, he plays. (laughs) Um, Well, in the end, um, in the summer, we decided that he probably wasn't ready to start. So um, I don't think you can have uh, a player that is undroppable because I think that's a dangerous route for any team. Um, And it's probably not healthy for any individual player. So... Um, without wishing to create a load of uh, fuss the day before the game. Um, I think it's safe to say he won't be dropping in for tomorrow. Um, But, um, you know, his level of performance is consistently so high that um, it would be a rare occurrence. But uh, as we've seen, you know, we've, we've got to make sure that everybody is at the top of their game at all times, because we have got great competition for places. On a more sinister note, Declan Rice has spoken today about the threats that he and his family received on social media after he pledged his allegiance to England uh, away from the Republic of Ireland. Was that something you you were aware of, and and, and what do you make of it? Yeah, I I think um, when I spoke with Declan about the possibility of him um, transferring association across, I was very conscious that this was something that could happen, and that's why I wanted to tread very carefully to make sure that him and his family had all the time they needed to make a decision. I never pushed um, because I suspected that this would be part of the consequences of that. And um, so, you know, he's, I think, dealt with everything incredibly maturely. Um, he um, he just wants to focus on his football. And um, I think he's been a a, a really – excellent addition f- to our squad in terms of his um, uh, his ability but also his mentality and personality um, he, he fits the mould of so many of our team, they're desperate to improve, they're desperate to maximise their talent um, and he's no different
1: Now of course the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show for the last week or two hasn't actually featured Alan Brazil on the Breakfast Show, bizarrely but it did today
2: Steel should be in so much demand, so are we back to this cheap Chinese uh, steel? Let's hear from Everton, England defender, Michael Kane Goals against 37, they've got three last now. Man United have warned Sergio Ramos they will not be used as a prawn. The EFL, the English... Uh, sorry, the EPL, English uh, Premier League. Uh, no, I want to talk about England Football League. They must beat Ludo... Ludo... Ludo de Guerreta. You're listening to the Allen Brazil Sports Breakfast on TalkSport, Marcel Ray Wilkins.
1: Oh... Oh. Oh. And we can hear now from the man. A lot of people get confused of being the actual object that was on the pitch when Sunderland scored against Liverpool. It's Alan Brazil with Ray Parler.
2: What Not have you done games. with all your caps? Because funny enough, one of my daughters um, in the break was saying to me. Where's all your caps as well? I didn't get that man. I got thirteen, but that yeah. was it was some team that I played. in, you know you, Kenny, do, you know, do you know when you Jordan, played? Andy. If you played in a
3: tournament, if you played in a tournament, did you get one cap?
2: Per, no, no. Have... Did you get one with the and and, and on that cap you had the, the games you played in? No, we were worse. We got one cap a year. All oh, right, title okay. jocks. We got one a year. All oh, right, we. I've only got three. <laughs> Three over three years.
3: So, so when we played in a tournament, some people say that's too many, but I don't <laughs> care. When you're in a tournament situation, if you play three games in that tournament, you'll get every single nation you played against on that cap.
2: Yeah, well, we, did, we didn't. No, no. Uh,
3: to be fair, I've I, just I, got the. I'm not year. sure where my
2: caps are either.
3: We'll have to have, have a little. I said hunt. to
2: them, you might as well have won. He said, I've only got three. <laughs> well, well, in the
3: wheel, at least it's easy, is it? I'm not there. I'm not going yet,
2: Ray. I'm not going yet. <laughs> I could, even they're talking about that. I'm like, give us a break, will <laughs> you? Yeah. Oh, gee, not the kids. What would they
3: say? Can you give me the money now, Al? No, and, uh, it's it's you, it's then you've got to last another seven years. No, that's the way, not it? No, you, you at know. least you can last another seven. You've you got what, seven years. <laughs> i
2: just when you begin to enjoy yourself, you know, it's like you start thinking about giving all our money away. What? <laughs> I'm, what do you mean?
1: Now, of course, it was a very bad weekend for English cricket where we lost the ashes because, sadly, it just didn't rain. Anyway, we can hear now from Harmy and then straight after that, Goffey, and after that, anyone else whose surname ends in i.e. or y.
4: So, Harmy, is Joe Root the right man to lead England forward? Reza, I think he's the only man to lead England mm. forward. You look through the group. If Joe, and, you know, he said there what he said in his his comments was was right. It's in my control. Well. Yeah. The, that the, that could be argued. That could be in somebody else's control. But if somebody wants to take that decision away from Joe, I look at round and there's no other option. The only option that you can possibly give the England captaincy to, on how well he's performed in the Ashes. But England Stokes. Are, no, you, I'll huh? never ever give it to Stokes. No. I've seen what happened to Andrew Flintoff when they give it to Andrew Flintoff, and that's not anything negative about Andrew. It was just he had to. He he was he was the man that took everything on. Do not, whatever anybody does, do not give the captaincy to Ben Stokes because Mm. of what he has done, what he's got on his plate every time he goes out to bowl, Mm. every time he goes out to bat. He is our talisman league figure. History tells you both of them didn't last too long. Flintoff had too much on his plate with a poor side. And I think the last thing Stokes needs and the last thing England cricket team needs is Stokes as captain. The only one that you could go from a senior point of view who has performed well in this series is Look at Broad, but and he's been England captain before, but the last I don't want Brody to be captain. I don't think he needs the captaincy at this minute in time. So to answer your question, Reza, mm, it has it to isn't. be it mm. has to be Joe.
2: Uh, the man who Joe Root succeeded as test skipper, Sir Alistair Cook, was in the sports breakfast studio last week and he said that England's World Cup winners hampered Joe Root. Have a
1: listen. I genuinely feel sorry for Joe on this one because mm. the only you know to have a such a thing like the massive series like the World Cup just before than the Ashes Well, like, if we had an Ashes and as a captain, I would, you'd have months of preparation in your own mind, yeah. you'd be you know starting to formulate plans, talking to people about everything. Like, Joe Root had the World Cup up till 10 days almost before the Ashes, it's a really tough, really tough gig. So, should Joe stand down
2: from one day cricket army?
4: No, I don't think you should stand down from any form of cricket. This kid is still one of the best players we've got and uh, he'll go down eventually when he finishes along with sir alistair and kevin peterson of the modern times is one of the best players we've ever had so i don't think he should stand down i don't think he should stand down the captaincy alistair cook sir alistair cook sorry cook. is spot on what he says there you know the timings of everything that come with um the tra- because because a lot of changeover personnel have got to come into that dressing room uh, the highs and lows of what happened in the world cup look they were beaten by the better team. The much Australia's bowling lineup were were phenomenal, and you know, so how, the, how do you
2: counter that army? I'm now thinking about the top three, in the order that take on serious serious pace. How because they haven't got that in county cricket, have they? So how do you get used to that?
4: By playing it. As simple as that. The only way is in is in the cauldron, the battle of being in Test cricket. The one thing I will say about Joe Root's captaincy now, he has now got to put a line under it. The Ashes have gone. He has got to go to the selection panel because I believe some of the, select, the selectors have got to take a lot of, a lot of blame for, for what has come with the selection issues in this Test series. And say to the selectors, right, I am batting at number four because that's where I want to bat. If Butler's in our team and he, I want him to keep wicket. He bat, if you want him to bat seven, he has to keep wicket, so he is batting at number seven. pesto is playing as a proper batsman, so he can just concentrate on batting. He bats at five or he bats at six. Stokes is the other five or six, and we go and get three opening batsmen to bat at the top of the order and try and absorb the cricket ball. And that's how our game plan is going from now on. And I think he's got to be ruthless at seeing that. Your plan has not worked so far because Roy hasn't worked at the top of the order. Moving him around to try and keep him in the team, that hasn't worked either. Roy has to go, for me, he possibly has to go out the team and see three-opening batsmen at the top of the order because they are used to facing the new ball. Root-bats where he wants. And if Butler's going to stay in the team as this, you know, back with the tail and the hitter, he has to to keep wicket. And if that's what Joe believes in, he's got to be adamant with the selectors and that's how they're going to go forward.
5: The problem we've got uh, in this country now is because of the scheduling, we are now picking players for England at Test Match through their performances for England in a one-day game. The selectors almost, and whoever it may be, are not even looking at county cricket. What's the point... I've always said this. I believe you should be rewarded, you should be rewarded for your performances in county cricket. But the problem they've got, the selectors will say, Well, we can't judge players in county cricket because there's there is no county for cricket. For the reason at the moment. that you've just said Vitality Blast is going, so they'll stick with their own. They've got this little bubble of central contractor players who they're all desperate to have a dabble at it because they're now going to go up to a million pounds for a central contract player. Which is unheard of. I'll tell you what, my central contract, I was one of the first in the first batch, was 200, 220,000. This was a long time ago, by the way, when it first came it's not out. The truth, Back, now, 2001. They're now a million. A million. But that's, that's, nine, that's 17 years on. That's basic. They've got them match for every test match, every one-day player, they're getting that on top. Then they're on sponsorship, then IPL, then Big Bash. This is why they all want to play in them. They're earning now two and a half, three million, £4 million, pounds, okay. these players. So what you're saying, saying is, very is well that played.
3: they're motivated, not by necessarily being specifically good at a particular discipline, but actually to try and get as much employment as possible to make as much money as possible in the shortest period Well, I don't blame the
5: cricketer. I don't blame the player for that. But what I'm trying to say is that the selectors are looking within that bubble.
1: I'm Adrian Durham and this is Talksport Daily. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing.
4: Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Get 30 30, get 30, get 20 20, 20 get 20 20, get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. so Give it a try at
1: mintmobile.com/switch. Forty five dollars upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. slows Full terms at mintmobile.com.
6: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: On now to the press box and Simon Jordan talking about Michael Owen's new book. Incidentally, uh, Simon Jordan has got a new book coming out called How to Win Friends and Influence People. It really is a great read.
3: I think Michael Owen entitled to his point of view. Whether whether I get Newcastle. oh sure that
2: can't be right. <laughs> well, well, I do think. Listen, it it is, I loved him as a player. I loved him when he was at youngster as a player for England. Uh, he was I was really admiring him I saw his uh, game at Wimbledon. Was that his debut? His first goal at Wimbledon when he played for yeah. Liverpool at Wimbledon with their Sellers covering, Park, I was covering there, yeah. the game at Selhurst Park. Fantastic, a great new star on the on the, for England playing against Argentina. Wonderful, and to see him do. Behave like this when he came to Newcastle was crushing because for Newcastle United signing Michael Owen was a was a big deal, a great thing. You know, records for about twenty years, okay. fantastic. Do you not what do, you, do, you,
3: do you not think though for us with respect. Do you not think which means there is going to be no respect following? Do you not do you, do you not think that. And I loved Freddie Shepherd very much. He was a close friend of mine. Do you not think that if you are paying that kind of money for a player and the kind of money that you are having to buy him for and what he's going to represent, that it's actually incumbent upon those who make the decision to do a little bit more diligence about what the player was really all about. Now, there's been many, many players that have signed for football clubs that haven't really wanted to be there. They wanted to go somewhere else. The majority of players, with with a few exceptions now, because obviously the player opportunities are becoming far greater than they once were before, and, and land barons don't own football clubs more, and Bob Lord's no longer around, so people have to do, you know, within reason, or players get to choose where they want to go. But in this instance, why is the narrative so Im- so important that it happens to be Newcastle that nobody gets? You don't get Crystal Palace. I don't get West Ham, right? But I do look at Newcastle and I do say about Newcastle and it might have been the Keegan era I remember John Hall being in there and I remember John Hall rebooting that football club and it was not enough. I remember listening to about the Geordie Roar and going up there going, there is no such thing as a bloody Jordy Roar. The only time I hear a Raw Roar is when you score and all football teams are like that. There are certain clubs that support something when the unsupportable is is there and they support it still. So I look at Newcastle and the backdrop is because you've got 52,000 fans, because there's a, an immense desire in that football club, which I applaud and admire, there is an expectation when, when Pardew put you into the top 6 that this was going to be a kick on opportunity it wasn't ever going to be a kick on opportunity it was, a it was yearning o- for some success it's a desire it's a wish it's but, a hope but, but yearning it's not an but expectation but yearning, expectation, but yearning, nonsense, but yearning it's manifests not. itself in an example where you know people look at things and say listen this is going to fall on very fallow turf right But wherever you think about Mike Ashley and whatever you don't think about, and I'm not one of his acolytes, right? Mm. he's £350 million deep in that football club where Newcastle fans believe that they're entitled to something more than what Mike Ashley's prepared to give, which is to bankroll their football club for a passage of time and to a certain level.
1: The big news of the day in the footballing world was the fact that the Cowley brothers have been appointed manager and assistant manager at Huddersfield. Danny Murphy gave his view on his favourite Cowleys. Mine, of course, was Thomas from the Professionals with Bodie and Doyle. What they've done has, has been exceptional. And they deserve all the plaudits in the world. But this is a new challenge, the Championship. And from a yeah. team that are struggling in Huddersfield, they've gone down and they're in free fall. So mm. it's a tough job. It sounded like, I don't know this, but I'm reading between the lines, it sounds like they've they, they turned the Huddersfield down thinking they might get the Sheffield Wednesday one. And then that hasn't come to fruition, so they've gone back. And if they're quadrupling the dough or more, then you know they're going to have to at some point go, well, loyalty... Just to be put to bed and you got to earn a living. But I think the Sheffield Wednesday job would have been better than the Huddersfield job in the current scheme of things. So Gary Monk's got the better job for me. On now to an interesting chat between James Savundra and Les Ferdinand. We're not quite sure which station this went out on because basically James Savundra just hunts people down, then interviews them and then puts a little invoice in going, oh yeah, I did Les Ferdinand for an hour. And there's no guarantee we put it out on national radio. So we have to find some place for it. And that's why it's on the podcast. But the good news is, we only owe him eight quid.
3: I know you still follow Spurs' progress, being a Spurs fan as well as a boy. With the transfer window closing, the fact that they've managed to keep Vertonghen, keep Eriksen, and they've brought players in. Sessegnon may not come good this season, but, but he's a, a player for the future as well. Do you think they'll be able to match or maybe eclipse what they did last season in in both the, the league and in Europe
6: as well. I think they needed to settle down. There seemed there to be a lot of unrest there, and I think until you can tie the boys up that are coming that are in their last year, their contracts, whether they can agree something for Eriksson and for Tongan and Aldevero, unless they can sort of like um. Uh, secure those guys going forward there's going to be this unrest again in January so um, I think from Pochettino's perspective um, the sooner he can get those boys tied up and and, and things settle down at Spurs um, the sooner you'll see the team getting back to what they were doing in in previous seasons Just finally a word
3: on Newcastle there's always seems to be stories around them Mm -hmm. and with Rafa Benitez leaving in the summer Steve Bruce coming in and, and the fans just don't seem to be able to warm to him is that something that you can see ending well with, with Steve Bruce at Newcastle? Or do you think he can end up getting the fans to, to love him and, and the fans to actually
6: enjoy going to St James's Park again? I think that the, the fans will love Steve Bruce and, and, and enjoy his time at Newcastle. If Newcastle win games of football, I think no matter who you are, what, what, what you know, sometimes there's managers that go in, in, into clubs and they're not, not the, the, the ideal choice. I mean, no one wanted to leave, uh, lose Rafa. at at Newcastle, so Steve going in there, whoever went in there after Rafa was going to get this effect because uh, as far as the club are concerned, or sports are concerned, they see another manager coming in under the current regime. That are in charge at Newcastle, and I think it's more to do with that than it is to do with Steve Bruce. Um, but they've lost um, someone who they thought could guarantee them staying in the Premier League. So uh, Stevie's got it all to do. Um, I know he's, he's hearts in wanting Newcastle to do well. So um, he'll give he'll give it his best shot. And I think once he starts winning games, he, he did like the last time out against um, against Spurs got themselves a good result. I think. The more games he wins, the more he'll grow in the hearts of the, the Newcastle fans. And like I said, it's keeping him in the Premier League will have the, the effect that it needs to have for Steve Bruce.
1: On now to a bit of boxing. And Derek Chisora wasn't happy at the press conference. And for legal reasons, we've had to remove all the naughty words. Although we have left in two that we could get in trouble for. They are, of course, Eddie and Hearn. Who's the main event of this fight? Who's the main event? Yeah. It's the, the gentleman sitting next to you. Uh,
6: yeah. Mate, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> I, yeah, they, I, I'm not going to sell out O2 for them guys to be the main event. So, these guys wouldn't sell box office by themselves. So, yeah. So, whether you give me a main event or pull me out of the show. Okay. Let's talk about that fight. No, I'm just being serious. You want me to sell it out to my London crowd, my London fans? And then you want to put these little guys nobody knows about them on my show and then try and make mug me off. F*** that. And finally on the podcast, the real
1: reason you've all downloaded this edition. In fact, I've got a letter here. It says, uh, Dear Andy, loving the Talksport Daily podcast. Glad to hear you've called it the Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily podcast. And about time too. Anyway, love to know more about the midnight train for madness. For argument's sake, whose idea was it? Et cetera, et cetera. Well, it was mine, of course and uh, I will take all the royalties for it. Anyway, here are the best bits from the Sports Bar, the Midnight Trade, and loads of other bits and pieces that you can hear live on TalkSport between 10pm and 1am Monday to Thursday. What about Friday? No, they've packaged up that show completely and utterly different. That's called the Sports Bar Northern section. Sounds the same to me. Well, some people think like that. You know the people who do the travel? Yeah. Is that all they do all day, 30 seconds work every
3: hour. I think they work for other <laughs> radio stations. I think they. I think they. Well, and they, I, don't, I, don't do they. I don't know. They, and they. They've got bit, to collate all the travel. I mean, they. You know, it's, it's hard work collating. You know, make sure you get all the, all the correct travel
5: yeah, I mean, news.
1: It's, it's live news, isn't it? It's not something they can just copy and paste at 9 a.m. and do it throughout the day. Well, that's
3: what I mean. They only do 30 seconds' work and then they disappear for an hour. Are you so on, are you, are you after that
1: job? That? Well, do you reckon you could do the travel? No, I'm not even going there. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> uh, I reckon you could, Steve. Do you want to do a little travel <laughs> report for us? Uh, go on, right, yeah. we'll just get some kind of sting. Hold on one second. Josh is just looking for some kind of talk sport travel. We've got one. OK, hold on. Uh, what's your name? Steve. Steve from Wellington. Steve. OK, wait there, Steve. Press it, Josh. Talk sport. Uh Time now for the travel. We can join Steve in Wellington. Wellington. Yep. yep. Off you go, Steve. Hello, uh, live traffic update. On the M6, uh, well,
0: this is quite hard actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, see you mock him. you mock him.
3: You couldn't even do ten seconds, let alone thirty. Yeah, valid
6: point. I'll let him yeah. off
3: on
0: that regard then. <laughs>
1: That's it for another podcasty thing. Well done for uh, downloading the thing. Although, you know, if you press subscribe, there's no well done. Just the fact that you're listening to it is a pat on the back. And, and no more, so don't expect anything. Anyway, I should tell you that, of course, live on Talk Sport tonight, tonight being Tuesday, we have live commentary of England against Kosovo. And then straight after that from 10pm, you can have your say on the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar phone-in from 10pm to 1am, Monday to Thursday. And if you don't do that, you better have a damn good excuse so I expect the entire nation on the back of that game to phone up and have their say. And listen, don't think we can't handle those calls. We can, although one more Billy probably can't. Anyway, that's it. Well done. Good work. Press subscribe if you've not done already, because if you do, then it's in your inbox every single morning when you open your pretty little eyes and you're ready for work. I'll be back at the same time tomorrow, whenever that is, whenever you decide to download it. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe.
4: That